Hey everybody, the reality behind the scenes show that you love is back. We're going to catch up with Sabby and all your favorites right here on Breaking Ground Reloaded on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes, that familiar music that we've been missing so much. So much. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Come With Us, Come Dive. Dive back into the pool. Let's dip our toes back into the water of breaking ground. Let's dive. Let's dive away. We, we got a special one-hour, one-time-only breaking ground reloaded. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming breaking ground revolutions is coming up next. Yes. Uh, but I'm Bill Hanstuck, your host. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sundown Motel. Uh, Sundown Ho- Motel. <laughs> wow. I'm Are very you sure? yours. I switched sides on the yeah. desk, and now I'm extremely <laughs> flummoxed for, for absolutely no reason. No reason whatsoever. Uh, with us, as always, on breaking ground is right. Brandon Taylor. It's been a little while since I've done anything. Yeah, did you notice we repainted buzz? the studio? Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. It looks different than the last time I was here. <laughs> Find me at CWFH Training on Twitter. Next to Brandon is Mark B. Donica. Hi, everybody. I'm Mark B. Donica. The internet's Mark B. Donica. You can find me <laughs> on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. I'm also wearing, uh, because we talked about him a little bit, uh, yes. our Solomon Krang shirt that you can get on nxteam.spreadshirt.com. an unstoppable machine who went to the main roster. Yep. What you should do is, every time you're on that end of the table, you should change it back to Soapbox Mark. So change it back to Soapbox yeah. Mark? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'll get two Twitter accounts and yeah, just confuse just everybody just here. Just switch it back and forth every week. That's oh, fine. God. Uh, People the, will catch on. Do you do you guys think that Breaking Ground is going to be coming back for more episodes, like for a full second season? Or do you think this is going to probably be the last that we see of Breaking Ground for a while? I think this was testing the grounds. This was te- te- <laughs> testing, testing the, the Breaking Grounds. Yes. Uh, whether or not we're going to get a second season. There were rumors that they had already started shooting a second season, but it might have just been for this. Right. Uh, which surprised it was it was a full hour, uh, but I I, th- I think we will. But um, now with the uh, brand split and the implications that it means the NXT roster, uh, it may just it may just be too fast to focus mm-hmm. on particular folks down. I at mean, NXT. let's not pretend it's not incredibly busy as it is. Sure, and now sure, sure, sure. Multiplying everything by exponential numbers, and now it's just going to be even harder to yeah. nail down camera guys to record everything, and it's just it's going to be seemingly impossible, but. Sort of from where I'm sitting, I don't know what the criterion is as far as success. How do you measure the success of this show so that you know for sure whether or not you're going to do another season? Yeah. Like what? How do how do you measure it? Right. Like with most shows, it's ratings. Well, that was easy. It's got great ratings. This yes. is a network. How do you measure that? And also, if NXT functions perfectly, you're not going to like be like having characters sticking around for season upon season. Like, Carmella is probably the closest you're going to get for the first two seasons. True. Bailey. But then you have, you know, but then you also do have that built-in storyline of Bailey and Carmella splitting at some point when one gets called up to the main roster and presumably one doesn't. And also the bit with Carmella and Big Cass in right. this episode and all right. those implications. I think you can measure the success with how well uh, this talent gets received on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Like, Baron Corbin was was received with open arms at the uh, Under the Giant Battle Royal and then the night subsequently is on it, Raw. Is it because of this? Is breaking ground the reason that these talents are doing so well on the main roster, or is it because of NXT? I think the ultimate the ultimate test is, is not in Baron Corbin, I was going to say. It's in 
uh, I was going to say Solomon Crane. No, um, (laughs) is in Apollo Crews. Because Apollo Crews had such a short time on NXT, didn't win any championships, but was still highly acclaimed enough with his performance and getting to know how great of a guy he is through breaking ground might have made him that much more of a personality to accept on the main roster. At the same time, I would argue that breaking ground, like Apollo Crews isn't really one of the people I think of when I think of breaking ground. Okay, I can see that. He's not one of the people you think of when you think of NXT either. (laughs) Right, but as far as like breaking ground, like I feel like he was a very small part of Mm. breaking ground. I think that like... Savvy and Noof and you know people like that were people that I think of when I think about bringing her. Even Dana Brooke. Think about Tyler Breeze more yeah. than yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this uh, this episode, uh, the special, was a little bit non-linear and a little bit disjointed. It, uh, no, it, it not in a bad way. Linear it just, in, a, in a way, but yeah. it jumped around from person to person, right. and event to event. So so in that fashion, this this discussion will also be a little bit uh, non-linear. Why sure. not? Uh, but let's just get uh, right into it. The first thing right off the bat, no William Shatner. That was a little bit disappointing. I wasn't. Ooh. I didn't mind. Like I, Me either. It's yeah. good. Like honestly, I feel like like his voice lends a little bit of gravitas to the the recording. But like I have a problem just like separating myself from like he doesn't know what he's talking. Like, so, right. like he doesn't know what these that. words are. Like uh, but so like to me. What I love about Breaking Ground, like William Shatner, was like the smallest part of it, so it right. wasn't it wasn't a, a huge obstacle for me, and I didn't really find it that. I agree. I think it added more to non wrestling fans watching yeah, than it did sure. to wrestling fans. Yeah, I just I the the first thing this new voiceover guy said sounded like literally a robot. So I was a little thrown off. I'm like, do they not cast anybody? Are they just typing this into some some sound generator? It's just clippy. Yes. Hello, it looks like you're making a breaking ground. Would <laughs> you like me that? to reload it? Sure, Clippy. Hey. Let's save some money together. <laughs> Monsterful. So. Any other, uh, but did you get, you got used to the voices that went along? Oh, sure. Because, yeah. like you said, it's the, just, it's the smallest part of yeah. the show. Yeah. It just sort of sets the, the tone of the show as it sort of goes along, trying to link all of the independent video clips together so that it makes a television show. Because all all this is is a clip show. Well, let me ask you, if you were to choose a voice artist to, like... Do the breaking ground narration as anyone? Like, who would you who would you like to to hear doing the voices? Kevin uh, Conroy is Batman. Uh, good. Terrence yeah. Strong is Bubbles. Mm. I, I mean, there's uh, clearly clear, clear like many choices. Winnie the Pooh is Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. Uh, yeah. Jim Cummings. Yeah. Friend of the Pooh. network. Jim Cummings. Yeah, is yeah. Cummings. yeah. That'd, be, that'd be great. Awesome. Uh, Kevin Murphy, Tom Servo, I think it would add a oh, lot, sure. To sure. a lot to it. Very Can we good. get him in here? Nah, yeah, just let's see. Just come just if he's around. We met up with, basically it started with, the whole special was WrestleMania weekend. And everything having to do with the next year, the Performance Center, revolving around uh, WrestleMania weekend. For a lot of people, it was their very first WrestleMania. For some people, it was their first WrestleMania performing. For people like Baron Corbin, it was their first WrestleMania being in WrestleMania and winning a match. Yeah. Uh, but we got to meet up with, uh, we, we saw the tapings at uh, at the, the WrestleMania Access. We got to catch up with Aaliyah. Because mm-hmm. as she has been rechristened in the first season of Breaking Ground, as we saw, and we saw her match here a few weeks ago on the NXT mm-hmm. after show, we were really impressed by by Aaliyah and how far she's come and how good she is already. And also how much stayed the same. Personally, I, I'm surprised that they yeah. kept the music yeah. after making such a big stink about it. 
So I remember playing and going, what the hell is this? Yeah. Oh, that's right. right. Well, it's that's sort of the magic of television is I think they try and add the drama where they think that there needs to be drama. So, oh, what's this? This is terrible. And they keep it just because, yes. you know, it's not real. Um, but her entrance was fine. The music is whatever. But her, her in-ring abilities are what really brought it home. And they said on the show how far she's come and how mm-hmm. she sort of knuckled down and, and just really put her all into training and, and her in-ring styling and it really showed. I it, think was, it, it was it was really fantastic to see the juxtaposition like they showed the flashback of her give, cutting that horrible, oh. horrible don't rub me the wrong way promo. And even everybody in the I'm crowd a, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, like everyone in the performance center is like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. Just make your your face hurt. Just yeah. like oh, it's like man. people responding to uh, uh, Einhorn in uh, Ace Ventura, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like like the, the the senator in the first X Men movie when Toad eats the bird. It's like <laughs> the most over the top reaction anyone's ever given to anything on screen. Like <laughs> it's like you're gonna need that's the best take. All right, <laughs> but that's what it felt like watching the uh, Aaliyah promo. I want to go back and cut some of those in. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't good. It was not a good promo. We um, did. We did right up top. We talked about Savvy, the, I mean, the undisputed star of Breaking Ground. Sure, because we, he's got that star quality. Yeah. So they they're trying to push him to try and make him a part of everything, and yeah. it's not hard to see why. He's chiseled out of granite. Yeah. He drives a Maserati. <laughs> okay, fine. We we got to see him. Where he's at now, he's supposedly made a lot of progress, according to himself and the Breaking Ground. No, like <laughs> yeah. we didn't like. Don't he wasn't quote the person who supposedly he, <laughs> made a lot of progress. He made a lot of progress. Sabatelli, Sabatelli reports. Yeah. I'm way better now. <laughs> yeah, really. We don't know the source of this information though. <laughs> right. uh, but he wasn't. Uh, I, I was glad that they included him, even though he was of all of these people that they showed, probably like the least involved with that WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. And I actually got to see him at Access. And did you see that dark match? Which because one? that was well, that was they showed it on. Oh, the... they made was he had a dark match ah. at the Access tapings. Oh, okay. um, I forget who he was working, but that was that was what they were trying oh, to push. Okay. Even he's days, starting yeah. to get get Great. better, so he got a little bit of that WrestleMania rub. Perfect. Not to the degree that everybody else did, but sure. he still had a, a spot, which not, is not to progress. the de- not the degree of uh, last year. CJ Parker dubbing himself Mister WrestleMania. Mister WrestleMania. Yes. Yes. That was great, though. He uh, all of his matches were great. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. He's a being. great performer. Hmm? Wonderful guy. He knows and what he's doing. As is uh, Sabatelli. I met him over the weekend too. Yeah, it's just super great. Uh, we did see. Uh... <laughs> Who else did we see? <laughs> it's no, just because the order was well, right. Was... Uh, we saw we saw Breeze adjusting to the main roster. Yes, right, yeah. right, and they they were saying how he has managed to sort of find his stride now and I don't I don't know if I agree with that just yet. I I agree in the sense that like him and Fondango are doing like really like they're like one of the real high points of Raw and like it was really smart for them to put those two people together and they're like they have unbelievable chemistry and Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like it's just they're like they're one of the they're they're two of those guys where it's like you put them on for 45 seconds any given week and it's going to be like one of the things that you remember about the show and that's what we like about right. them i just wish that translated to right. other people who aren't us right um I, I did i did really appreciate getting those shots of tyler saying like i'm comfortable now like it took a while but now i'm really happy yeah, where I'm. yeah. getting the it, it sort of played to the fans maybe not 
feeling like he was getting the recognition that he deserved like he had done in NXT. But knowing that he's comfortable or having the idea that he's comfortable with his position can probably sort of start to quell some of that. But I, I totally agree on that tag team, too. It's just... It's one of those things where you're, you're watching and everyone's like, is anybody else seeing this? Because how did they let this on television? This is remarkable. One of the overall themes of this show seemed to be uh, going up or sort of moving on. And it they they were really adamant about showing you how how it was trans transferring from NXT to the main yeah. roster and how every single person was told, well, now you have to start over. Now you've got to start from the bottom and and work all over again to try and appeal to a wider audience. And that's that, I guess, is the challenge. It's not the fact that there are more people. It's that are, there are more people who don't know who you are. And now you have to remember that the things you did aren't off limits anymore. Now you have to start at the beginning and, and mm-hmm. show people who you are and keep that personality um, and then sort of work into being more more of a wrestler, but first yeah. show people who you are. And that's that can be a challenge for a lot of guys who sort of forget that whatever happened is in the past. And even though it's moments ago, mm-hmm. in reality, it's still the past, and now you have to reestablish who you are for a whole new audience. Yeah. And that's very difficult sometimes. Yeah, the theme of this special was definitely like evolution and growth and progress. We saw... Jason Jordan and Chad Gable and how far they've come mm-hmm. and their cool matching uh, track sweet tracksuits sweet uh, sweet tracksuits like discussing like the name of their finisher and I like that I like, like to Omegaplex dude <laughs> if yes. we can't use that Omegaplex I really like that Omegaplex yeah. oh hell yeah. yeah I just like put the, that on a shirt that'll I, work I just like that if we can't use that if like use that? if you say no Omegaplex I mean we're ready it, you gotta be ready it yeah. took so long for them to start calling it the Grand Amplitude that there must have been some right. abutment there right. must have been an issue <laughs> of some kind that we can't conceive but that is as probably a very real thing where they are um, so you have to have a backup yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was talk- one of, it was, sorry, it was one of the few parts of the show, their story in Sammy's, where was getting a little teary. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I think seeing Izzy in Bailey's part kind of brought me back to like, oh, this is, oh, wait. Yeah, this is a this is fun. This is a thing. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, not for everybody. Um, also, also Zach's moment the with with how proud yeah. seemingly Mojo was about. Yeah. Here's the guy who spent all of his time with me when and he could he have was, time off. He was so serious. Mojo was in that moment, yeah. and I don't think we've ever seen him no, that sure. grounded in that moment. I went, whoa, yeah. that's really setting a serious tone. If Mojo Rally is taking this seriously, mm-hmm. that means this is so big, and it it made it feel bigger because his tag team partner was yep. so behind him. So much of this episode to me felt like felt more like an NXT 24-7 than Breaking Ground. Sure. Because there's just like all those gorgeous, you know, alternate shots of, of everything and so many more cameras and places and also like seeing, you know, the package, the segment about Zack Ryder and it's sort of like you. it took me a, a few minutes to remember like, oh yeah, he's part of the mo- the hype bros. Because they didn't, they started off with like the Zack Ryder stuff and then yeah. they went to Mojo at, at the end of it and I was like, oh yeah, Okay, but, <laughs> but it's all it's all cool. Like I, I I love watching any any package, any um show like that on the network. It's just it's always a good time. Yeah, the Seth Rollins one that they came out with a little while ago was so good. Yeah. 
So good. We also get to see ZZ. Yeah. ZZ dropped some LBs. Did. Yeah. He uh, was started out at 285 down to 250. Yeah. So he's he's putting And he looked work. different. Like when they did yeah. the talking headshot, you're like, oh yeah, he's definitely he actually looks younger yeah. without that extra weight. <laughs> yes. Now he looks 18. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, but it's, I, I, I thought that he'd be doing well, and I'm glad to see he's actually yeah. starting to get where he needs to be. Um, and then seeing Josh and and Bronson, Bronson, Bronson. What's his last name? I know I, it was, I, I know remember. it's Nuke, but I'm not sure if it's Nukem or something else. But no, it's, it's Bron- and he calls himself the Nuke. Yeah, yeah. The he's Nuke. the Nuke now. That Adam Bomb Junior gimmick. Yeah, uh, really. <laughs> El <God>. del Adam Bomb. <laughs> um, and these these guys are are working hard. They understand their place, and I know that he had had some trouble. Uh, not that long ago. Um, Twitter is not the place for everybody. Some people have trouble with Twitter. <laughs> not everyone belongs Social on Twitter. Social media. Social media is a dangerous, dangerous thing. Go back. People who do not understand go how back to people tout. react. <laughs> yes. Yeah, maybe. Tout it out, everybody. Yeah. Let's, let's tout it. Uh, just like the Kiss song, tout it, tout, tout it out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to see backstage stuff, such awesome footage from the Takeover Dallas special. Got to see the whole build up to Zayn versus Nakamura. Got to see Nakamura in his great street clothes, which is always nice. His lovely, <laughs> lovely suits and his pristine, uh, impeccable uh, demeanor. As always. you have to present. Oh, absolutely! Always be presenting yourself as as the top shelf commodity. Yeah. Um, that way, people will respect you as such a thing. Unless you don't want to be seen. Because <laughs> I saw him sneaking into the hotel, just like <laughs> a shadow moving across a wall. Just a like, ninja. No, like I know ex- one second's like, oh, that's Nakamura. He does not want to be seen yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> Pork, just go, just go have a night off. Yeah. Uh, we got to see the American Alpha Revival tag team title change. Got to see that a segment of that a, a clip of that amazing, very emotional promo, and then we got to see Ugh. a shot of them giving the promo to the camera crew, which was just wonderful. Great I mean, stuff. it's that's one of the most emotionally honest promos I've seen in a long time given by anyone, um, and it it's that incredible incredible thing where two people really do want the best for each other and they really are able to bring out the best in each other and it's rewarded with the the pinnacle of excellence in their field which is NXT and the tag team championships and it's it, it's so so rewarding to have a partner um and I I have a partner myself and we have <laughs> won uh, tag team championships and it's I've never been a tag team wrestler until now, um, so it's it's something for me to get used to. But I was talking with with Jervis, and I was like, I really like tag team wrestling, and I'm not sure if it's you or just being <laughs> with the team, which is, in itself is kind of a compliment. But having somebody there who has truly your best interest and intentions, and having them just right there, and you're on the same page, is incredibly rewarding. Um, and it's it's it does take a team mm-hmm. um, in a lot of situations, so we can balance each other out, yeah. which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> we got to see the Aries Corbin match, and mm. uh, I really liked uh, 
I really liked everything that Baron Corbin was talking about here where he was, you know, saying about like, you know, how he's come so far and he feels like he's achieved this level. And then, you know, at the end of the match, him saying, uh, I gave it everything I had and now it's up to them whether whether they saw it in me and, and I can move up now or not. I mean, he certainly saw himself as ready. Um, which he probably is... saw himself as ready day one. It's like, yeah. Bobby Corvette, let's go. <laughs> he's got that thing. He just... He he has this this ego, and I it's a lot a lot of just television persona, because I've I've had a chance to interview him, and he's he's a nice guy, but he does have this this larger than life persona that fits in his freaking six foot nine frame. Mm-hmm. For a guy that big, you have to have a large persona because yeah. if you if you're that big and you're just kind of meek, it's disappointing. You have to have something that that follows you around in this aura and he has that he's able to bring that and people in the audience they feel it and they understand it and it took a while for them to under understand fully what he was and what he was trying to bring to the table but once they did they love him and hate him simultaneously which is perfect because Mm. he's he's everything that everyone loves to hate inside of a package that is oh so cool (laughs) so yeah he 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 was ready. When he got the call, he certainly was ready. But what a magnificent opportunity to win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yeah, that was... Sure. To to go into your first WrestleMania match and win your first WrestleMania match... No matter the match. ...is yeah. almost impossible. Oh. The list of people to do that is has to, to be incredibly debut, small. Uh, I think the last person to do that was Fandango, actually. <laughs> Yeah, he debuted. Right, was that his first match? Yes, that was his debut match against Chris Jericho. He never ended up in any actual matches. He would be presented and show up, but not be in them, and then they would never start. But his first actual match, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, which I'm pretty sure you are, you're you're right, Monsieur Jericho. So very Baron Corbin's in that uh, heady company, dude. (laughs) Fandango. Mm. <laughs> I mean, hey, we should all be so lucky as to be Johnny Curtis, man. Yeah, no, he's he's one of those guys who's um, way more talented than anyone understands. And if you talk to anybody <laughs> about him, they go, that guy's got it. Nobody sees it, but that guy's got it. Yeah. Mark, did you watch him and uh, Tyler Breeze playing bad dudes on Up, Up, Down, Down? <laughs> I saw it, and I was <laughs> like, this sounds amazing. Oh, I really God. want to watch it. It really it was. was. just I came across it on a bad day. It was, okay. it was really incredible. Okay, so, like, you got to watch it all the way to the end, though, because Fondango has an amazing freak out. It's like, Does, really, oh. really and, wonderful. But while you're talking about it, happy birthday to Up, Up, Down, Down, as yeah, well as right. Bailey today, both sharing birthdays, one a channel, one a human person. Maybe they'll have her on. I don't Again? Know. Why not? Were you, were you looking through Facebook today and you're like, who has a birthday? It's Bailey! <laughs> Tim! <laughs> oh, man. Got me again. Speaking of, that's the perfect segue because the next match is uh, yes. Asuka versus Bailey. It's Bailey. And we got all of the backstage stuff with Bailey, with her friendship with Carmelo, which we know all so well. Uh, we got to see her warming up. We got to see the, the awesome match. I finally got to see the footage of that. Uh, Izzy meltdown. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting just a row behind. Uh, you were too, as well. Right? No, I was on uh, floor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> See, so, I mean, and saying. seeing Bailey talk to Alundra Blaze was pretty great because she seemed 
just to sort of recoil into herself, like, this is a lunder blaze. Okay. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> like everybody, I guess everybody still has those moments. I love that. I love that that's never going to change for Bailey. I like, think that no. changes for some, some, some people. Some people. You just can't help but be like, this like, is somebody truly great. Like, yeah. Austin Aries has never been impressed with anyone he's ever met in his entire life. <laughs> well, he's great. That's legit. Right. He's not the greatest, he's just great. He's bo- born brother. great. Yeah. Born with a beard. Born with a tiny cape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a that's big right. tattoo. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, the Bailey stuff's always great. And sure. we got to see all this clips of, like, Sasha watching back. Like, all the four, four horsewomen watching backstage. And I, I loved that Sasha got emotional when Bailey lost the title. Like, this show is so good, man. We get yeah. to see so much cool stuff. <laughs> I'm, I, I just, I'm, I'm happy that it came back for even one episode. Just, I'm, I'm, cool. I'm interested having you on this show because it's just, a, it's a different, it's a different feel. Like I'm always, yeah, like, I only joined you for like one oh, or two. Yeah, reality yeah. television right. can always go take a hike, but if you legitimately but love it, so it's interesting having this, you around. But this, this, this show, is, this is a documentary. Like this is not. I mean, there's. A little, I can see the fingerprints. There are some fingerprints, but a That's lot of it reality is television, just, yeah. right? But but, but you so. can see fingerprints in a lot of documentaries too. Sure. Like every documentary, and this, like this is like something you learn as a filmmaker, and something you learn as a as an artist in general. You you're choosing whatever art you make. You're choosing what you're showing. So every documentary is making conscious choices about where you're pointing the camera, when you're recording, what you're showing, what you're cutting out. So, I mean, like, there's mani- manipulation in any of sort of medium like that. Yeah. So. But I, I, I think this is so much more, like, I think it's on the on the scale. It's definitely, like, way close to the documentary and right. as opposed to, like, Survivor this, or Total Diva. This or... felt more documentary-based because it didn't feel like they were trying to fill time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I get that. Like, the, the actual Breaking Around series is like, right. let's go under a bridge and look at some bats. But this was like, <laughs> you have a whole weekend Baron of Corbin's stuff. Baron Corbin's buying cat skulls. Right, yeah, you have a whole you weekend know. of stuff to pack into one episode. So this this episode, to me, felt like super documentarian. Yeah, no, right. I, I, I agree with what you said before about it being closer to a 24, WWE 24 uh, special. And it, who knows what... If it was supposed to be or not, but I think the addition, I, you couldn't just go back to their trip to India and get that footage of Love Parade. Yeah. You know, right. like they they had that stuff. Uh, I, I think the the Breaking Ground special was the plan all along. Yeah, yeah. But I, I totally agree. And I did like seeing them go back to those still in the PC in mm-hmm. Florida yeah. during WrestleMania weekend, which is probably the hardest place to be. You're so close yet so far. Yeah. This is a an in company thing, but all this, but all of that is on the other side of the planet compared to where you are putting in work. On the weekend, yeah, we got to see Dana Brooke being frustrated with her injuries and rehabbing from. Didn't the, know about her her initial sprain. <laughs> I, I thought it was all the same injury. The worst. That yeah. sucks so hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes these uh, the injuries just sort of roll. Yeah. Um. There's really is that an ankle, Joe. Yes. Uh, okay. Ha ha. That was planned. Well, is that? Do you think that that happens in part because you're like moving your manipulating your body in a different way to compensate for? 
and protect your injury so that you're not used to moving in a certain way and you might This was a shoulder thing. So I mean anything's possible. Yeah, right. you you do compensate when you are trying to protect something. The moment you try and protect yourself is the moment you're going to hurt yourself, right. especially in wrestling. I've had to unteach people how to protect themselves because when you think you're protecting yourself you're actually hurting yourself mm. so don't do it um but it's it's hard to tell don't protect yourself everybody don't protect yourself learn how to protect yourself by not protecting yourself at all that's right it's the best advice someone I comes give. at you with a fist you lean your face right into that bed. damn straight. wait did you tell that bump story on air or was that before we went live? that was before we went the, the ed yeah, story? Even, yes even ed asner today took a back bump <laughs> Um, it was it was a little slip and fall, but when he got up, he said, "Billy Robinson taught me that." So just remember, for those you're of you never ha- too old. For those of you who haven't seen the original The Wrestler film, uh, check it out. It's actually really really good. Really good. That thing nice. holds up incredibly well. Um, but yeah, even the even the footage from India and seeing Love Preet debut in front of and he got he got uh, renamed, didn't he? Yes, but I. Yeah. I think I wrote it down. You did not. It's somewhere in here. Maybe I didn't. It's fine. Um, but yeah, just debuting in front of 30,000 people is... Um, it's hard to come down off of that. Right. I'm sure I'm sure he's going to have a little bit of trouble adjusting right. to to working well, I mean, there's the local a, show. There's a chance that he was flying so high on adrenaline that he like didn't even hear the crowd. Like You know what I mean? Like There's a chance that it was just all a blur... And, like, the first time he gets in full sail, he's, like, really going to get a chance to experience it. Right. Because, like, because I would imagine, and this is a, as someone who's never been in the ring before, but I have performed in front of people. Like, yeah. you would imagine that something, to go from not having wrestled to something that enormous, you have difficulty even processing it as a reality. So I think that he might. I mean, I think he might be okay for a little while, like going to Maybe. full sale and. Uh, his his new name is Kishan Raptar. Yes. Yes. Raptar. Um, <laughs> Kishan Raptar. Yep. Yeah. Uh, green tongue and all, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, but it was interesting to be able to show that and say, he, but he's got to start right back to square one. Yep. And but he's the type of guy who's just like, okay, what am I doing next? He's he's a hard worker. Mm-hmm. He's the top of his sport in India, which is the craziest sport I've ever seen. It's pretty crazy. It's, it's really awesome. Why can't we do that here? I mean, we, can. we should start a league. Okay, can't be any worse than rugby, <laughs> right? It's not nationally recognized at all. Why can't we just start playing whatever the heck that is? I can't remember <laughs> the name of it. Um, but it's that's a hell of a sport, and yeah. it does translate into wrestling because it's so physical. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's it's. I think he's had a little bit easier of a road just because of the the way he's transitioned and where he comes from and where he is now. Um, sure. But his popularity in India has not waned in the slightest. It seems no. um, even with a name change, thirty thousand people were. Still, all there for him. And people in India are wild about wrestling. Like we saw those it. crowds at Rinka King, and um, yeah. Hernandez at uh, WrestleMania weekend was telling me about these stories about how, like, when Great he did a show with Great Kali in India, and there were yeah. like thousands of people who couldn't get into the building who were just standing outside the building hoping to get to see Great Kali. Mm-hmm. Like, One of my friends, Ricardo Rodriguez, was the head trainer at Kali's school uh, for a long time. And the class sizes are are ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants to wrestle. They yeah. love it. And then yeah. when they had 
shows. They started with student shows, sold out, and then eventually just kept getting bigger and bigger venues, and it yeah. culminated in this absolutely sold out, like fifty thousand seat open air wow. thing. It was nuts, just but nuts. I want to get over there myself. It's so hilarious to like hear the stories about the Rinka King ratings. Have you ever heard about that? Where they're like, yes. like fifty, like fifty million people watched it, but it was six. That's such small ratings there that it, mm-hmm. like it, it the most matter. successful wrestling show that has ever yeah. been, but the least successful show in India. Yeah, for sure. Just yeah. that it's. That comparison wow. makes yeah. it just insane. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, and it like, bl- like people it blows in like bit. the next highest rating wrestling thing ever, it blows out of the water. Yeah. Like yeah. And that's but that's the comparison. Yeah. I that's don't how big know. that country is. It's yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. And how and how those people sort of are all on the same page. Yep. Like it's wrestling is is still the the people's <laughs> thing yeah. over there. Um, much like it used to be here and it's starting to be again. Yeah. Um, kind of everybody. Everybody loves wrestling. Wrestling's a thing that translates all all boundaries because of the fact that it doesn't use words. Yeah. The stories can translate to yeah. anybody anywhere. It's mm-hmm. a universal art. Absolutely. Sure. The one of the most interesting things to me about like the the universality of it and like the you know the, it doesn't need words part. Uh, I one of my friends is Holger Boschen, who's a one of the German announcers for uh, WWE German commentators. Oh, good! And he, I was I was having a long conversation with him about like how do you call a match because he you know does the the recording for for some shows and in, in Germany he's like the wrestling fans in Germany want us to use the American terminology as much as possible. Like they want us to say clothesline, they want us to say Hurricane Rana, they want us to say lariat, like they want us to say all of. It. And I, I I was like that's so funny that wrestling nerds are wrestling nerds no matter what country you live in because it's like if you are into Japanese wrestling you're like that's a sling blade, that's an oshigoroshi. Like right, you know like right. You you're a, you're going to be a wrestling nerd no matter where you come mm, from. Like yeah. I think that that's another great part of that universality of being a wrestling fan. <laughs> and and something that I think shows itself pretty well in not just the Breaking Grand series, but in this special as well, mm-hmm. is seeing, uh, I don't know how close and far it was from uh, Lovepreet's uh, segment, but seeing Sammy and Nakamura prepare for their match by not yes. really preparing, yes. just going like, let's just leave it all out there, yeah. and they spoke the language fluently together and made one of the greatest wrestling matches that there has ever been. I I, I loved I loved all of the shots of uh Triple H at the the director's chair during that Shinsuke versus Zayn match when he's like, that's pretty good when you're getting a holy S chant during your entrance. Like That's never a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I the thing that I loved the most, maybe my favorite moment in the in the episode was the shot over Triple H's shoulder when they cut to hard cam close up of Shinsuke and he gives that wink to the camera. Yeah. Like, like I loved oh, that man. wink to start with, but like him, like just like that, ex- like showing, like this guy knows exactly where he is, exactly where the cameras are, and exactly who he's playing to and why at all times. Yeah. He is 100% everything a professor should be. He understands things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't even. I'm not even sure how he understands. It's like a sixth sense. Like yeah, some people. He's it, on another another wavelength. Probably. Like, other some people talk about having it, yeah. but that's being, <laughs> that's 
That's not. That's, that's being full of. That's more it. than being born with it. That's more than Maybelline. Yes. That's more than all of it. Maybelline plus plus. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but even still, seeing him get the coaching from Triple H about spend more time, have some fun on the stage, you know, when the thing drops, and even seeing Triple H do like the little Shinsuke bit. <laughs> He's trying to be Shinsuke, and and she was like, don't do, don't don't take my gimmick. Like, <laughs> Him, him just producing everything that night. Like he, they showed him kind of walking in, and then they went through each match, and he was coaching everybody on each match. He produced to a degree every single match that night, and so you could see how busy he was. Yeah. Um, he's think, not just standing back there going, well, "Let it happen." No, he's right. hands yeah, on. Yeah. One of my favorite things from like Breaking Ground and WWE Network is. Hunter like going through entrances with people because he did it with Finn too. Like he did like right. the, like he mocked the Finn entrance at one point too. Like, um, but I think one of the I think the very first thing we got in this episode after like the aerial package of like Dallas was uh, Hunter and the producers meeting at that big it table was. and and saying like let's take a moment to appreciate what we've accomplished here. Like the only reason we didn't sell out the American Airlines are going to is because we didn't have it. Like, yeah. we were, this is legit. Like, NXT is kicking off WrestleMania weekend for the first time and it's going to be... The year before was that house show at right. the, in San Jose at and the college. Referred, what, I, what I specifically noticed was he said last year it was just a live event. This year it's a pay-per-view. Yeah. Specifically referred to as a pay-per-view and I think that's great. The, the, if that's the terminology that they're using for these, they tried so hard to change the vernacular there when when they live special phased right. out uh, pay per views. But a pay per view is a pay per view. Yeah. You can't change the verbiage absolutely um, because it's it's like anything that's sort of outdated, but you still call it that, right? You know. But I just think I think that for the wrestlers there, especially the ones who like grew up being wrestling fans, like hearing it referred to by your boss as a pay per view has got to be like a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. And watching the you, that first meeting was great, but for some reason the 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 meeting that wrapped up the takeover mm-hmm. was was I think better. Oh yeah, because that that was literally that's a locker room after a show. Because even weirdly enough, even sitting in my living room at home, as everyone was clapping, even I went, "Oh wait, I'm not actually in that locker room." That's not. Now that's, I believe it. What I said. Now that's an accomplishment of documentary filmmaking. Yeah, yes. and that was that it's was. It's like Ryan I'm there. Katz. That was Ryan Katz's yeah. camera, and I'm like, we're just in the we're in the locker room. We're watching we're watching H speak, and now we're done. Oh, yeah. okay. You're literally standing next to Ryan. <laughs> right. It's like oh, yes. he can't yeah, I, think, I think the post takeover stuff in here is like the stuff that is going to stay with people. Like that meeting was amazing. Dawson cutting a gigantic piece of cake for Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> <laughs> Like a rock. That's how we do it in America, boy. I just look in America. And just like that spontaneous moment of like who's gonna eat the first piece and then people start chanting for Shinsuke, like and then he like walks up like still still in character. He's pretty like, he's pretty sheepish. Like oh, you yeah, see no, him I'm back sure, there and he's yeah. just he I think he's he's just kind of a something that lets lets energy speak through him, mm. but he himself is just sort of quiet and humble. <laughs> I, li- I liked how uh, Baron was like, "All right, well, meeting's over. I guess I'll leave." Wait, 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 wait! wait. <laughs> Everybody wish Baron luck because he's going to be in sneak the... out. Yeah, just, I'm just I don't, I don't want the congratulations. I got to go eat my Chipotle yeah. before, <laughs> and then getting that's when everybody found out that he was going to be in the battle royal yeah, the next day. Great. Oh, 
And watching Cruz yeah. sort of just lose it yeah. as he found out was yeah. This is the this is what I, I think is the meat of the episode is just the the private moments of all of all the call ups being being uh, given out by Hunter by yeah. Triple H. The Enzo and Cast one, then transitioning into Carmella going, you know what? I still got plenty of stuff to do yeah. here. I can refocus. I thought that was like the most grown up thing <laughs> yeah, she sure. could have possibly for done. Sure. It's great that they're going. I got stuff yeah. to do. I'm like, whoa, all right. <laughs> I'm <even laughs> sad. And also the fact that Triple H told them, like, the first thing after you guys are debuting on Raw is Carmella's not going with you because, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, instead of like. You know, and also that that meeting that opened up the episode, like some people are getting call ups. We're pretty sure who it's going to be. We're not going to tell any of them. <laughs> no, that's what you have to yeah, do. Yeah, you can't sure. give anybody good news when yeah. they have a job to do. Right. Let them freak yeah. out after. I, I loved. I absolutely loved um, the whole everything with Enzo and Cass, like Cass yeah. shaking his hand and like not understanding it first. He's like, he's like, I didn't wrestle tonight, and then he's like, <laughs> hey, great, like, great job tonight. Tri- Triple H being like, it's the best match I've ever seen. You know? <laughs> <laughs> ha, boo. Yeah. Ha, ha. Mm. <laughs> and then uh, Zane, Zane congratulating Cruz was yeah. great. I'm, I'm. That was a genuine reaction. That was yeah. real. That's that's how somebody reacts when you when you tell them. No, it was it good news. Was it? I thought it was Sammy and Corbin. Was it Corbin? Because it was like I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I got the, yeah, I'm coming Corbin. up tonight. You're right, you're right. It I'm going to call it tonight, and I'm, and I'm staying up for good. Good man, that's, yeah, oh, that's that was, great. That was real. That was awesome. Sorry, table. <laughs> It'll get over it. Sorry, table. The table. Um. What else did we get? I mean, that was oh, pretty we much got, we also got Dana Dana getting called up despite yeah, her, her right. hardships and seeing where she we ended got up. we got all of those we got all of those really cool shots of everyone getting to go inside the stadium and like Bailey talking about like everyone else being like where's catering where's this where's that and she's like I'm like where's the ring just straight <laughs> to it like I I loved the I the first thing that I saw after this after the they showed the the first airing. Excuse me. Was uh, King of Word Style? Was the set of gifs where it's Bailey watching the Triple Threat and Mania mm-hmm. going? That's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> there. If you don't follow the two of them on Twitter, anytime they have like an interaction, hilarious. Like Sasha's birthday tweet to Bailey today was "Happy Birthday, Mom," <laughs> and it was a picture of two of the, two of them just like kind of standing awkwardly next to each other. It's good. So good. Also, if you don't follow Summer Ray on uh, Snapchat, you should definitely do that because. She has been palling around with uh, Sasha a lot, and she has been referring to Sasha stole uh, Summer Rae's uh, gear and put it on, and uh, Summer Rae took a Snapchat of her and referred to her as Winter Rae. Winter Rae. And Winter she's Rae. been calling her that from from now on. It's really good. Um, really quickly in chat, we have uh, Joe Loco three eighty six saying that Kathy was next to Bailey and Triple H in the meeting. Yep. I totally missed that. <laughs> I missed that too. Also, we uh, right at the beginning we got those shots of access. It was Kathy yes. doing the, the, the yeah. when the, when we saw that shot. I was like, "Are we getting Kathy on Breaking? Are we going to talk about Kathy yeah. Kelly on Breaking? That Ground? would be great. Inception. That should be Breaking Ground season two. Breaking Kathy Ground. Kelly. Breaking Kathy. Kathy. Breaking Kathy. No, God no. Yeah, that's not Breaking Kathy. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but but that would be Breaking Ground. If they showed cupcakes. if they yeah. showed f- footage of our after show. Like fading up to her, <laughs> like on the microphone. That would be the weirdest. Just be like, oh, ah, man. what's going on? Panic, panic. <laughs> Brandon clearly can't handle that. No, no, I, I can't. Why do you think I invented that's a whole not how you, That's not how you want to make your WWE debut. <laughs> no, hey, your that, network debut. That weird how do you homeless like being guy. Here? I don't know. Go with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, 
and we already talked about the Zack thing, but but having Mojo uh, go, well, well, it looks like he's on his own thing, and we're going to have him, he's going to be back here as much as he can, but he had to start preparing for what life sans hype bros would be. And I love the hype bros, and we saw how the uh, Intercontinental Championship yeah. world went for Zack Ryder, unfortunately. The hype still be around for a little while. <laughs> so maybe the hype bros will be around for a little while. They're back! They're from outer space. Woo! You know, I wouldn't... I. I wouldn't be too surprised if Mojo gets a call up, because then you could put the hype bros together on the main. That was my. I thought that was the idea. Yeah, is Mojo was going to come up and and help? But just like all this speculation you hear about call ups, like Mojo's the one name you don't hear, but he's probably like one of the most likely guys to come up. Yes, the golden retriever made man. (laughs) Yes. Plus, Uh, he's friends with Gronk, so right. Yeah, never, Mm -hmm. never, never bad to have friends. Dude, he's on the Madden cover this year. Is so, it Mojo? Yeah. No, that's crazy. <laughs> no, no, Gronk is. And no. you, uh, if you spend an extra ten bucks, I don't get Madden. I, I play Madden. If you if you spend an extra ten bucks for the Ultimate Edition, you get uh, free Zubaz. Ooh, so there is that. That's uh, nice. pretty pretty exciting to look for. That's exactly how much I'd pay for Zubaz. <laughs> <laughs> ten dollars. Goodness gracious! Yeah, th- this this was a a really good show. Getting to see uh, everybody's reactions. To being on the main roster and seeing yeah. how the crowd reacts to them, I got to see all the great, great, great shots of the whole NXT roster and performance center people backstage at WrestleMania watching on the monitor. Shinsuke hanging in the back in his suit. I'm like, actually kind of surprised that we we saw them in the back, but we didn't see anything about the Vaude villains getting called right. up that we, the next night. We yeah. also didn't see anything about all of the NXT people who played. Uh, Triple H's. Uh, yeah, yeah, we saw a couple of them. Yeah, but it's like some of them start here, and yeah. it showed all of the soldiers, but they didn't have them take you the masks know, off. And you know who I like just would love more than anything to have be like an ongoing character on Breaking Ground is Drake. Sure, totally. Yeah. I would like to, see, or a referee in general, but yeah. Drake Danilo because yeah. he yeah. seems to have a weird relationship <laughs> with everybody. Danilo's, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, WWE ref underscore one two three. Um, just like Bennett, I think it's I think that's right. Bennett. Yeah, yeah. But just Drake's had the most amazing life, and he has the most wonderful attitude about the life he's led and the life that he's living now. And yeah, you know. he's, he's not, very and PMA. <laughs> yeah, and not, not to imply that that he's plateaued, but I think he's at a good enough spot to where you wouldn't have too much drama with him. Just be like, no, I know. Yeah, so but... I had a pretty good day again. Right, right. No, I know that, but like at least maybe not an ongoing character, but like have him in an episode where he talks about his background and then like the transition of being like a lifetime wrestler and not just a lifetime wrestler, but a lifetime like niche of a niche of a niche wrestler. Yeah, Yeah. definitely wrestler. And then like making that transition because before he got signed, he spent like two years sort of not doing death matches as much. No, and, he was doing straight wrestling. Yeah, and became and he very was great, good at it. Great, yeah, terrific guy. There's like, an terrific awesome. Wrestler. There's an awesome article on WWE.com yeah. about him, yeah, which sure. is like, can you just make a 24 out of? Yeah, him? for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just like his story is interesting enough to be part of Breaking Ground if mm-hmm. nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, this is a solid show. Yeah. Should, do do we want to do and don't click it yet because I'm asking a question legitimately. Do we want to do predictions about what we want for season two? No, no, no. We good? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> hey, fight <Fake> me. Out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this, 
<laughs> you monster. Um, yeah, so I, I I really enjoyed this episode. I, I hope we we get more yeah. or just yeah, we'll uh, see what happens. Honestly, it's, it's not like we can't do this again in the future on a regular basis. How uh, weird! Yeah, <laughs> the timing. I don't know if the timing works out. What if we did like me. another show that wasn't just about any specific show? What? A, oh, really? Yeah, it wasn't weird. it wasn't about anything like imp- like it wasn't a like an after show. But Is this what if a it general was just show? Like this, but it was just kind of a a general wrestling show. What I if hate, we did that? I hate when you do these things. I really do. <laughs> How you doing, Bill? I'm good. Did we forget anything about the episode? Um, I don't think Let me so. look at Baron, we, got Baron, yeah, we had Baron Corbin's family backstage. Yes, yeah, that, that was cool. Really the picture of him and his brother. was his sister and then they kissed. <laughs> no, he said it was like country cousins. I always figured out for a second it was like my brother was there and my girl and then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. there was a, but there were two girls. One of whom True. was blonde and the other hey. was brunette. And Baron, brunette he kissed. Robbie Corvette can't roll with just one girl, my man. That's, He's got two arms. <laughs> gotta get a lady for each arm. Corvette walking down the Vegas Strip with yeah. a couple of ladies on each arm. Vroom, vroom, everybody. Robbie Corvette coming through. Why can't Vinny Vegas manage Robbie Corvette? Can we can. get that? We should yeah, get Yeah, he's that. much taller than him, but... What? He's just older. Oh, he's a little bit taller no, it's... He just hunch over. Yeah, Wear right. the Oz mask. <laughs> Right. I'm Vinny Vegas in the future. <laughs> Why does he have to be a Vegas wizard? <laughs> there are wizards in Vegas. Yeah. I mean, there, sure. That's but... where all of the wizards are. <laughs> that's exclusively where they go. They're in Atlantic City. Thanks for joining us, everybody. This was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Sweet. Yes. Nice. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, thanks know. so much for joining us, everybody. I'll be better next time if I ever host <laughs> uh, If I ever do this again. Yeah, I'm Bill Stock. You can find, find me on Twitter at Sunday Motel. Where can the people find you, Brandon? Uh, they can find me at CWFH Training on Twitter. And on no other shows on the network. I, well, no. Not me. Yeah. But they're, the title, it changes title hands. Rolls around, um, yeah. Download the Fight TV app and watch Championship Wrestling from Hollywood where you can find the Hobo and Jervis Cottonbelly as they wrestle and be silly. And also and Oscar, people... or Oscar, what? Oscar. Emmy Award winning uh, uh, wrestling yes. journalist uh, Joe Galley. Emmy Award winning broadcast, broadcast journalist, journalist and professional wrestling commentator Joe Galley. And also people can talk to you if they ever want to learn how to become. Absolutely, that's my job. I am a pro- professional wrestling trainer at CWFH Training. That's what the Twitter handle is. I, and I, I gotta say, just I, I, I have had no uh, physical training whatsoever uh, you can tell but uh, being in the Wrestle Center completely changes any sort of preconceived notions that you may have had about the process Uh, and I would highly recommend if you're in the California area if you're gonna be in the California area and you want a one-off or something He, he is available. CWFH training, it, it'll it'll change your life. I train people um, to wrestle on television. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Uh, he can give you two cents that'll uh, change your views on wrestling. Uh, and I'm uh, Mark Dunning. You can find me on Twitter. It costs more than two cents. Damn it. Uh, you can find me. Uh, first lesson, uh, two cents plus a deposit. Bring your wallet. You're going to yes. need to bring more than zero dimes. <laughs> find me on Twitter at Mark Dunning. You can find this shirt. Uh, which is uh, Solomon Krang, as well as all of our other merchandise. We have an awesome uh, stuff for the gimmick, uh, NX Team, all sorts of stuff. NXteam.spreadshirt.com. It'll help us get to Brooklyn, man. So, uh, yes. And you can follow me again, Mark Bidonica, the gimmick pod, Bill. Are you guys going to sleep till Brooklyn? Uh, no sleep. All right. No sleep till Brooklyn. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Sunday Motel, and thanks for joining us, everybody. Breaking Ground is ever back again. We'll be back too. <laughs> yep. We'll talk to you next time, everybody. Yep. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.